Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 802 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Before we go on, <clears throat> yesterday's I did not do birthdays for sports, uh, birthdays and sports, just a, a day late. But it would have been birthdays of Jackie Robinson and, of course, uh, Ernie Banks. Yesterday, both celebrated birthdays, yeah. Now, Ed Norris. Yeah. It's the postseason. And I don't know if there's a team who didn't make the postseason who's talking about more in the postseason than your team, the New York Jets. Now, they'll have an issue, take an issue with Aaron Rodgers. What is going on with your beloved Jets? I've read about four different articles on this. Um, this dissatisfaction seems to be, and you know, again, I don't know who's, and the, let me start this over. The problem I have with this is no one's named. Okay. Everyone is an unnamed Jets coach um, and like, and stuff like that. When guys won't come forward and just say, hey, no, this is, because then it, it casts everyone in a different light. Everyone's suspicious of everybody, and I don't even know if it's real. Or maybe this guy's you know on the outs. Who knows? But the big complaint, or one of the complaints, um, and this comes with the territory, I guess, is that um, one of the first complaints was Rogers was actually the team GM. Joe Douglas was the assistant GM. Is how they felt because he brought in so many ex Packers. They felt like you know Bakhtiari was on the the list as well. Mm-hmm. So other people they were going to pick up because he had picked up so many Packers. Uh, Mercedes Lewis was supposed to be picked up even after, you know, they all the other guys they took, like, you know, Lazard and Cobb and all. Um, so guys were resentful of that. They, you know, Joe Douglas is the assistant GM. Um, <laughs> Wilson and other offensive players complain that Hackett didn't adjust once Rodgers got hurt. And the, the offense was actually designed just for Aaron Rodgers and maybe by Aaron Rodgers for his unique skill set, which is miles above most everybody else. Um, they never re, they never adjusted it. So you have a, a very inexperienced, not great quarterback trying to fill the shoes of Aaron Rodgers in his system, and he felt like he was overwhelmed, and they didn't do anything to teach him or help him. Um, 
But to be fair, they mm-hmm. eventually went to Tim Boyle, who GM Aaron Rodgers had brought in mm-hmm. that ran his system in Green Bay. <laughs> and then they, they fired him after two weeks of playing him. Yeah. Did you, you talk about the anonymous sources. Mm-hmm. Robert Solid threatened to take all the coaches' phones and find out. Yeah. Well, he's furious with the leaks. Yeah. Furious with the leaks. And he's so the, furious that I would love to take his phone and see if he's not the leak. But yeah. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, one of the, the other complaint was about Salah. Apparently, guys were getting so resentful. And I think, I think Zach Wilson a little bit. Getting resentful of his constant French kissing of Aaron Rodgers, even even after he was hurt, like he glows in the dark and he's a special player. And just they, they said it really started to wear on during the season. Like, yeah, we got it already. He's great. We got it. Um, but it caused a lot of it caused and is causing a lot of problems in there in the organization. If I'm Zach Wilson, uh, and I, I would push back too because I'm a, I'm a first round draft pick, which means every first round draft pick quarterback gets a second opportunity. It's just how it is. Every one of them do. So wouldn't you try to push back as much as you can to make them get rid of you? Let me get let me land an opportunity somewhere else, man. Well, I think he will, won't he? Won't According he? to him, he was told he's going to be traded. Yeah. And when they sat him down, they said you we, and plan are the plan is to trade you in the off season. Um, for a pack of nabs and a coke. What are you getting for him? Well, there's always one offensive minded yeah. guy that goes, "I can fix him. I know what his problem is." I think I could fix him. He got drafted a lot higher than Aaron Rodgers. Yep. <laughs> this is true. He was the second overall pick. Yeah, but you know, like the, there is talent there with the Jets, and it does make you wonder um, what direction they're going in because now you kind of—I don't want to say you sold out for an Aaron Rodgers, but you did, and you let him make a lot of decision on what's going on, and he gets hurt in the first series. Mm-hmm. Here what, we are. What I took away from most of these um, articles, though, is the anger wasn't so much with Rodgers or his behavior; it was the way either the coaches, yeah, that's what I got ass. from it. Yeah, or they allowed him to basically to run the team. Aaron Rodgers is the is the is the irritant or is the is the source of it, but he's not the one they're lashing out at. They're lashing out at the coaching staff because he's being treated like the fair haired child. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically, it basically ran the team. Yeah, is what they're saying. I mean, I don't know how much is true and is it, but that's what the players are saying and the anonymous coaches and all that. You know, he picked, he, you know, decided to play a personnel who they were going to, you know, select. It was like his old buddies. Um, the offense designed for him. And, you know, this this constant adoration of him. But once he was hurt, and then Wilson claims, you know, because you remember the whole beginning where he was, uh, Aaron Rodgers was his uh, idol as a kid. Mm-hmm. And now we get to play with him. And and then Wilson said, it sounded like a, like a scorned girlfriend. He said, you know, after he was hurt, I hardly heard from him anymore. And, you know, kind of my friendship waned. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. There's, it seems like a lot of butthurt people on that team right now. Do you believe that when he's healthy next year, that this team would turn it around, or do you think they're just they're severed for good? I think they're going to be good if he's back. They got a lot of talent. I mean, they really do. They got a, a, the defense. As bad as that team was offensively, that defense kept them in games and won some games. So you got a great defense with a lot of you know stars on it. You have offensive pieces that a lot of teams don't have. Great running back, great receiver. Offensive line needs some help. Jeremy, you think they'll get more out of Rodgers next year, like two games instead of one? <laughs> they didn't get one. If, if he they got sta- four minutes. If he stays healthy, they're they're legitimate. He's an a-hole, but he's a world-class a-hole. I mean, he's great at what he does uh, mm-hmm. when he's on the field. It's all the other stuff. That That's the only issue I have with him. He, like, you know, this is a guy that he talks out of both sides of his mouth. He was complaining in Green Bay that he didn't have enough weapons, and then he gets traded to the Jets, and he tells them to – Go sign all the weapons I had in Green Bay or lack thereof. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense to me. And there's as many things as you can like about him and appreciate him as a football player. I just think he's a world-class a-hole. 
Just my opinion. I'm always suspicious when people don't talk to their families. I just am. Is it him? Is it them? Is it him? Is it him? It's like, you know, what you said before. Whatever, you know, I'm not talking to my father. I'm not talking to my sister. I'm not talking to my brother. I'm talking to my aunt. Could it be you? you? <laughs> Could it? <laughs> Constantly, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I appreciate the player, but, like, I just don't like the person. I'm not a fan of the person either. I, I just, I love the way he plays the position of quarterback. Um, and I'm not even talking about him more, being. The more exposed we got to him, the less I like them. I'm not even talking about the political stuff. I just, I don't, I don't know. I just don't like the guy. And then when I was watching Hard Knocks, I'm like, you know, he's kind of turned to me because he seems like. And then sure enough, when things go wrong, you see who he is. Takes himself way too seriously. Yeah. 410-583-1057 is the number. Thank you very much there, Kamish. Uh, just, I hope I didn't. Not too sore for you to talk about the dysfunction. I'm used to it. <laughs> Gordon McGinnis joins us at 830. Let me ask you a quick question. Yeah. Who had a more disappointing season, the Jets or the Ravens? Jets. Getting all the way to the AC Championship and just. I paused, but I think it's the Jets. It's the Jets all the way. I think it's a legit question. Though. For me, it's Jets. Yeah. Because oh. my expectation of the Ravens was I thought they'd win, you know, 10, 11 games, get to the playoffs, and yeah, but then was, we what see. What was your expectation at the end of the year, though? Yeah, but you, but you, you're right. At the at the, in the moment, was I disappointed? Yes, but then you got to take a step back and yeah. look at it, the whole thing. And when I look at it now, I mean, I, I had think a, I'm more disappointed by the Ravens. I, I expect the Jets to do things like well, that. I had a fun you, ride with the Ravens. Why the Jets, your quarterback, a, played four minutes. Why do you have to take a step back to look at the whole thing? You just can't look at it where no, you're. No, I got to take a step back because I'm too close to it. I was too close to it. I gotta oh, take a I step back. You see now. what I'm saying now? Yeah, I, I missed it. Shut up, man. <laughs> Dan Conley also at 845, but on the other side, Jeremy continues to be stupid in his world. <laughs> we got a couple of uh, interesting stories. Do you guys um, what? What? Oh, what happened? What did I miss? Do you guys have? Uh, do you guys know what jelking is? J e l q i n g. I'm gonna I have tell heard you of that actually. Yeah, I have too. Oh, I'm gonna tell you what it is, and yeah. doctors are saying don't do this to yourself. It, by, by the way, it involves the penis, folks. No kidding. Um, twin brother who tried to blame See, a series. Butt the penis with you. Yeah. Just, hey. always. Or maybe together. Twin who tried to blame series of rapes on his brother learns his fate, which I think is very very interesting. And then I sent a story to you guys last night that had me intrigued um, in talking about what's gonna what's going on in the world of stupid today. This is a weird one. Target employee sentenced to 100 years for slaughtering co-worker who stole his sandwich. I understand! Wasn't right, but I understand. Coming up next, the world is stupid. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, you had me and my chicken salad sandwich from Atwater's. You had Ross and his moist maker on Friends. Now you have what... I'm glad this didn't happen here. I'm glad I never found out who stole my sandwich. I'm not saying it would have ended like this, but I would have been fired. There's no question. I could not control (laughs) my rage that day. Over my $15 chicken salad sandwich, which I was going to eat half one day and half the next day. And then the whole thing's gone. And it's not about the money. It's about the point that I had a certain amount of time set aside to eat. And then I didn't have time to go back out and pick something else up. Chicken before salad my show sandwich started. from Adwater. Yeah. Ed, I'm going to mm. buy him a chicken salad sandwich from Adwater so he can shut the hell up about this. So man. good. It's been years. I'm still pissed about it. I can tell. A former Target worker from Virginia has been sentenced to a century in prison. He got 30 years uh, postponed, but he got 100 years. Well, yeah, 70 years. Huh? 70 years. Well, he's uh, 25. Yeah. I don't know that he's getting out anytime. Yeah. Uh, 25-year-old Bazin Bear. Beret? I don't know how you pronounce his last name. Threatened to kill or hurt more people unless he was given the harshest punishment possible by the judge. That guy was still angry when he went to... That's my sandwich! <laughs> Mine! He's got problems, man. He told the judge, throw the book at me. I'll kill somebody if I don't find out. It's crazy, man. But he he bludgeoned this guy. He beat him to death. Hope we got the right guy. Yeah, well, ooh, buddy. First degree murder in the savage slaying when he claimed he was triggered by uh, one of his coworkers stealing food from the office fridge on April 14th. You, you have no right to steal anybody's sandwich, but you don't deserve to die over it. Maybe catch an ass whooping or two. Uh, the next day, Burry brought a hammer and a pair of knives while leaving his shift at Target, and he told detectives he spent the following day training for murder. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but yeah, I mean, look, it's a sad story. Wow. I know, like you know what we're talking about, but kind of crazy. Another sad. It said, story. It said because he thought the man had stolen his lunch. From so him. he doesn't even know that the man stole. his I'm lunch. I was reading for the post. Saying now I don't understand because he better had stolen his lunch. I mean, it's not... Anyway, let's move to this next story, because this one's horrific, too. You ever had somebody try to steal your identity? I don't know. Maybe. I've had it. Have you ever had a family member try to do it? No. Well, twins trying to blame a series of rapes on his brother. He's now learned his fate. Uh, He's going to face 140 years to life. Why do they do that? 140 years to life? Who's lived to be 140? Just say he got life in prison, or just give me the numbers. For his twin rape of nine-year-old girl and a female jogger over two decades ago. Judge Richard M. King handed down the longest possible sentence to uh, Kevin Conther. Will not be eligible for parole until serving 140 years. Yeah, good luck with that, buddy. Uh, Investigators determined through DNA that the same man had committed both rapes, but were initially unable to identify the suspect. But how about your brother trying to, your twin brother, trying to rat you out? I've had two friends 
where family members have tried to steal their identity, both of them almost being arrested until the cops finally figured out they had the wrong person. Really? Yeah, they'd been using their names. They looked eerily similar. Mm-hmm. One was a brother, one was an uncle. Same names. So, anyway, just kind of crazy that that would happen. Uh, but in his de- his defense, however, claimed that he was taking the blame for crimes committed by his brother. Uh, this guy's going to jail for a long period of time. All right, so let's get to this one. It's about penis, guys, so I'm just letting everybody know. What is jelking? Jelking is a viral penis enlarging trend that experts say could actually make it smaller and make erections painful. A bizarre new trend that has men tugging repeatedly on their penises to make them bigger has gone viral. Known as jelking, the pud plumping phenomenon, thanks again, New York Post, has quickly <laughs> grown in popularity on sites like TikTok and Reddit. More intense than usual repeated of burping the worm, uh, practiced by most males, considered to be harmless or even healthy, jelking involves firmly pressing a thumb and index finger at the base of a semi-erect member and then dragging forward, much like you do when attempting to squeeze the last bits out of a toothpaste tube. You're supposed to do this motion over and over again, is that these aggressive motions cause micro-sized tears inside the third leg. When healed, it comes back str- uh, slightly long uh, larger. Now, Almost like the it's, it's I a guess, prison weightlifting. I was just going to say that, like weightlifting. What you're yeah. doing is you're tearing your muscles, and when they yeah. grow back, they grow back bigger over time. Uh, in doing this, but they're saying that this is having an adverse effect for a lot of people. Doing these sort of exercises can create a permanent damage to your penis. You can create penis penile numbness, and uh, by damaging the nerves to the penis, sounds like an awful idea. But this is a trend that's going around, and people are are doing it. I told you one of my favorite comedians used to talk about penis enlargement cream. He said, you knew it was fake because you'd see a bunch of people walking around with Mickey Mouse hands. Right. You know that wasn't happening. <laughs> now, you, Joe, did you know what jelking was ahead of time? And Ed, you I'd said, heard of that before. You've heard of it? Yeah. Ed, you had heard of it? Yes, I have. Ugh. Fortunately, it doesn't work. It doesn't. You tried it? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, but uh, I, I've seen videos of what people do to try to make it happen. Where do you find those videos? You look for videos Internet, of guys man. stretching Because I was like, that can't be real. And there's legitimately people like putting weights t- tied around their member oh, yeah. to do it. that. Would you try any of that, Ed? Uh, I'm, um, hold on. I got... No, 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 I just, <laughs> Ed, yes. um, have you gotten into any of these weird things? Because uh, I know you're, you're uh, what we like to call adventurous. <laughs> Experience. <laughs> I may have, I may have read the instructions that came in my inbox. I wasn't even looking for this, but go ahead and, and tried it. Ed has jelt. Did it get bigger, Ed? No. <laughs> you only did it once. I couldn't do it. It yeah. was ridiculous. <laughs> I used to hear people. There was a buddy of mine that would tell a story about placing your thumb at a certain point on your uh, gooch or in your taint uh-huh. to stop you from. What, ejaculating? It's like a reset button. Yeah. That's what you just hit the reset button. I'm like, you know, you're there one night and you're tri- I'm like, what am you I say, doing? That's ridiculous. And then you're Let trying try it. it. <laughs> <laughs> what? What happened? No. <laughs> it's, it's actually from the Middle East. The jelking thing? Yeah. There's so many different things that people are trying and want to do. From, <laughs> from, from the Persian. Oh, the Iranians. Jelk, which means masturbate. Persian yes. what? The word to masturbate in Persian. It's, what is it? J A L Q. Oh, so it is je- to joke. Yeah. To blade. Yeah. To joke. So, so how is it? 
Probably Making it bigger if you're masturbating. That it's supposed to. You're supposed to like. It, it's not just. No, you're not just doing that. Yeah, it's like real intense tight, stretching right? and yeah. pulling. And it's supposed to like cause little micro tears, like like lifting weights. You know, where you lift weights and then you, you put stress on it, it tears the muscle down and it builds back stronger. That's the principle. Do with you? This. Do you think if I tried it that it could reach my waistband finally? Uh, it's worth a shot. Okay. Because it's like you would always always hear your. People talk about tucking it in their waistband. Mm. But no, you can just tell when I'm... Anyway, that's your world of stupid. Thank you very much. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Shovels at 9 o'clock, but on the other side. (laughs) Gordon McGinnis breaking down. Yeah, we're going to have to go back to Sunday because Gordon's in the house. Breaking down Sunday's AFC Championship game loss with Gordon up next on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 8.32 8.32 in the a.m. Joining us right now, courtesy of the WGK Law Guest Hotline from PFF, Gordon McGinnis. Good morning to you, Gordon. Good morning. How's it going? Doing well. Doing well. Lots going on in Baltimore right now with both teams. Uh, well, not going on with one team. A lot, lot of talk. Uh, Baltimore Ravens lose on Sunday. AFC Championship game 17-10. to 10. Still trying to make sense of what we saw. Gordon, who are you more disappointed in, uh, coaches or players? I think it's shared. Um, I think you have to you have to blame both. Certainly on the offensive side of the ball, I don't think any blame at all goes on the defense, uh, who put together you know just a tremendous performance in that second half. Um, I think Lamar Jackson wasn't great. Um, the game plan didn't feel right either, though. Um, so you know, falls in a combination of players and coaches, too many kind of individual errors, and then also probably just having the overall game plan wrong. This is you know, for Ravens fans, this is very similar to the 2019 loss to the Titans. You know, down one score, they abandoned. And keep in mind, 2019 they had the best running game in the history of the NFL, and they just didn't run the football. And he did the same thing here. You have six carries between two running backs. Is there any other way to put it, but they choked or panicked because they weren't behind? By, they only gave up 17 points to the Chiefs overall. Like, why panic? So I think, I mean, my my overall feeling as well watching the game was run the ball more. Run the ball, I think they only had a couple of design runs from Lamar Jackson two. as well, which, yeah, you know, I, he, he's far too good a, a player to, to not give the ball and design carries to. But I think the way they approached this game was that they probably had to score 30 points because they were going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. And then the Chiefs scored in the opening drive, so I think that put them under a bit of pressure. And then when they got to the start of the second half, 
they were down 10 points at that point, but I would imagine that in their head, they probably think they're actually chasing 24 because the Chiefs scored, you know, 17 in the first half. So you expect them to go and score another two times. And then it's one of those situations whereby, like, every drive you go on, it's great that your defense has stopped them, but you've now got less time to go and score. So they probably just overthought themselves a little bit. And instead of playing their own game, they played the game the Chiefs wanted them to play. Um, and, you know, hopefully that's going to be the big learning experience if they can get back to this point. You know what it reminds me of? <laughs> when Holly Holm. Oh, when she beat Ronda Rousey? When she beat Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Ronda Rousey is an Olympic judo player. Holly Holm is a striker. Mm-hmm. What does Ronda try to do? She tries to strike with her and got her ass kicked. And that's why I feel they didn't play their it game. It almost looked like they looked at those stacked boxes and just threw, 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 or yeah. felt like they, they fell behind. But, I mean, what is this, as we move forward with Lamar, like, I hate the narrative about the postseason stuff, but it's always going to build up. It's going to surround this team and, and basically strangle them. And we said last week, if not now, when? Uh, what are your thoughts on Lamar moving forward? I think it feels like, between him and the Ravens, there is this determination to prove to everyone that he can win a game as a pocket passer. And everyone that pays attention to the Ravens knows that he can. He's won he's won games from the pocket in his career. When it gets to the playoffs, they don't need to force that situation. It felt like they were trying to, both from a coaching and game plan level and Lamar himself, force that when there were opportunities to run. I don't think I don't think he choked because I think he had some big plays in there too, but it just felt like there was this overall tightness and trying to prove people wrong um, when actually, you know, Lamar's game itself is more than good enough to go and win a Super Bowl, I think. Gordon McGinnis joins us from PFF. Mike McDonald, Ravens defensive coordinator now in Seattle as the youngest head coach in the league. Um, What does he take to uh, Seattle with him? What does he bring to the table? Yeah, I think he's the... He's he's the defensive coordinator who has fought back against the offensive revolution of the past five years. Um, I think he's better than Brandon Staley was when he became a head coach. You know the way he approaches things, uh, the certainly the way the players talk about him as well is really impressive. Uh, I I just think it's a really good hire for Seattle because he's going to help them win games now, but he also seems like a guy who has a smart vision for the future. Now that the uh, the Super Bowl is set. What do you think of the uh, the matchup between the two teams? I think it's a good matchup. It's it's a little bit boring because we had it four years ago. Yeah. Um, I know in my head when I looked at the divisional round, it was like it's the one game I would rather we didn't see because we saw it in the Super Bowl not too long ago. But it's going to be interesting to see the past two games, the Chiefs have forced the Ravens and the Bills to play the game they want them to play on offense. And... If they do that to the 49ers, I think they'll do the same and they'll beat them. The 49ers have the skill position players, though, to just come out there, run the ball with Christian McCaffrey, get short passes to playmakers. And if the 49ers don't get out of their own game plan, then I think they have a really good chance of being the team that does stop the Chiefs. Now, as you look at, uh, we, we've talked about J.J. Watt before, and your best friend had some more comments for you, apparently, Gordon. Are you guys going to meet up at the Super Bowl and hash this out? Uh, I didn't actually hear his, his next set of comments. I, I imagine not. I imagine he doesn't desperately want to, to meet up with us. We did launch a, we did launch an I Hate PFF t-shirt on our, oh, I love on our shop, and we're, we're going to try and send that to him. Oh, nice. <laughs> Joe, what did, what, Joe saw the what, – what were the comments? Uh, he was on Pat McAfee again and said um, he doesn't have a problem with the people that work for PFF, and he thinks that they're, they're good at what they do, but he thinks the grades are BS. And then Sam Munson uh, – responded and said that's fine you can feel that way but it's more about players aren't able to uh deal with 
the grades themselves and the criticism they get. I think that's fair. Yeah, like Madden. Yeah, like the Madden rankings. Yeah. It's it's always going to be something that like players are going to push back on. I think so. It's that's fair. Gordon, tell us all about PFF. Yeah, uh, you'll find everything we have uh, heading into the Super Bowl, but also now a lot of attention focusing on the offseason on PFF.com. You'll find me on Twitter, PFF underscore Gordon. And who do you like in the Super Bowl uh, next Sunday? I think I'm probably leaning Kansas City just because I refuse to to count out Patrick Mahomes at this point. There you go. Thanks a lot, Gordon. Uh, talk to you in a couple of weeks. Thanks. All right, buddy. 410-583-1057 is the number. Kevin in Ellicott City has been holding patiently. What's up, Kevin? Good, fellas. How you doing? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm uh, putting this new transmission put in this truck. It's going to be a blessing because that thing had 300,000 miles on it. Yeah, keep that thing going. 300K. I love this truck, bro. Yeah, it's it's the best, man. It's got manual windows and everything. (laughs) We call it the green money machine, but... What's on uh, your mind, Kevin? I didn't like how really D'Angelo's has managed the Orioles up until I was listening today. You know, look, uh, private business, corporate business, and government business is different, and money doesn't have friends. And honestly, I want to give a tip of the cap to John Angelos because, honestly, this movie made with getting that money, it goes into the city, stays with the city. If anything, that's the the one and only great movie did for us. And cool, man, the closing move was his best one. I'll give a tip of the cap to him for that. I'm happy he's moving on there, too, on the different things in life. Hey, thanks a lot, Kevin. Appreciate the call. 410-583-1057. Antonio and Rosedale. What's up, Antonio? Good morning. Good morning, man. Mm-hmm. How are you? Good. Happy Friday, man. Happy Friday, babe. Do you think there will be any significant changes to the Ravens coaching staff next season? Have a wonderful day, guys. Hey, uh, you too. Well, we'll start Ready off. You lost your defensive coordinator. <laughs> yeah. And it's if huge. they if promote, promote from within, that means you're leaving other places voided. So start off with the defensive coordinator and see whether that, that has a domino effect. Titans signed one of your coaches as well, yeah. you know. So they they have a new defensive coordinator. So yeah, you're getting picked apart. Look, when you're your when player you, personnel directors went to the Chargers, when you start to do what the Ravens are doing, they've done a phenomenal job at drafting. Teams are going to come pick apart your players. They've done a phenomenal job of putting guys in the front office. Teams are going to come pick apart that. The same thing with the coaching staff. So when you're successful, they're going to come at you. We give shovels at 9 o'clock. Don't go anywhere. But on the other side, Dan Connolly will join us. He's been up close and personal with this uh, wholesale of the Baltimore Orioles. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Joe's on fire today. Look, Steely Dan. 
Joining us right now, courtesy of the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Man, this guy covered the Baltimore Orioles. Did he start it all, though, with that question? Over <laughs> over two decades. Now he's with SportsDot.com. But what question? The question he asked John Angelos when this whole thing got stirred up. Now, you know Dan was at the forefront of that. Yeah, show me the books. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's going on? My man Dan Connolly. Hey, gentlemen, how are you? Doing well, man. Look, we talked a couple of days ago, and I'm going to tell you why I love Dan. Dan said, Rob, I'm not going to come on right now because I'm not comfortable with the information that I have. Mm-hmm. It's not factual yet. While so many guys in this business want to be first, he didn't move until he found out it was fact. And now that we know they're facts, Dan, your thoughts on this sale of the Baltimore Orioles, what does it mean for the future of this franchise in your words? Well, I mean, if you look at this optimistically, this is this is a great thing for the Orioles because, you know, the way Major League Baseball has shifted, and really since the Angeles family has owned it, is the, the, the numbers have gone up, the financials have gone up, and the amount of money – that is possessed by the owners has gone up. I mean, you have the Steve Cohens and such who have come in. There's a, it's a much richer game these days uh, for the owners than it was when, you know, when Peter Angelos and a, and a group mainly of Baltimoreans, you know, bought it for 173 million. And so, you know, I don't think the, or the, the Angelos family had the deep pockets to really compete with, other teams, if it was trying to, you know, trying to stay in the, in the black. And I don't think they had those kind of deep pockets. This group does. I mean, you're talking about three billionaires atop it. Uh, you know, David Rubenstein is a guy who has been a brilliant businessman. Uh, Michael Bloomberg is one of the richest men in the world. And so you have this consortium that has a lot of money. And I think what that means or what that should mean immediately to the Orioles and to Orioles fans is that some of these guys who are up and coming for the Orioles, I think the you know, extension possibilities have just gone through the roof. I think there's a possibility, a much stronger possibility now, that the Orioles can offer competitive extensions for some of their younger or mid-level players uh, now. Because the risk, which is why you don't offer these things, because some of these guys don't pan out, the risk isn't as important to a, a, a group like this. So I think when that particular level, I think this is a great thing for what the future of the Orioles could be. Dan, today's Sun is an article about the uh, the governor, uh, the state treasurer. They're pretty, I guess, miffed, we have to say, um, that they feel they were lied to in those words. Um, they're pretty strong, especially coming out of the uh, control, uh, not control, the uh, treasurer's mouth. Um, you know, Westmore said it's disappointing, but Derek Davis said, I feel lied, I feel misled. Um, that they negotiated knowing they were going to sell a team and asking for so much. Is there any problem with this, or is that just business? Well, first of all, my, my statement to those guys is, is join the club, because <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've been lied to <laughs> by, by that particular gentleman. Um, so, so just get in line. I know, I mean, I think it's business. I think, you know, obviously they thought they were dealing with certain things. Um, the, the thing that probably bothers them the most is that they wanted a 30-year lease. And, you know, there was negotiations to make this a 15-year lease. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, uh, and, you know, with the possibility of making that further. I think if they thought that they knew for sure that, you know, that this negotiation process was happening and that they were going, that no longer would John Angelos be the, the, the key guy or the, the control person, 
I think they would have maybe even done a one-year extension to wait for that to happen, to really you know, negotiate with the new group and the new consortium. So um, I, I think they should be miffed. I think that is part of this. And, uh, you know, again, it is business, and, and John was trying to protect, you know, his business at that time. But I think they probably feel a little misled, especially when it was reported that in December, you know, John Angelos told Wes Moore when these rumors first came out about the Rubenstein group that the team was not for sale, which, and to bring it all the way back, guys, that was my question that set him off last January. (laughs) I asked him what his commitment and what the family's commitment would be one year, two years, five years, 10 years down the road. And that's where he just completely went on his little weird rant, you know, rant. But, <laughs> but that yeah. was the question. Was your family's commitment, your commitment to this organization? And 13 months later, here we are. So, Dan, as far as all right, the team being sold, you know, the optimism that fans have, this is obviously a good thing. So w- what do you think happens moving forward now? I, mean, I can't ask you how long this takes because obviously we're waiting. Yeah. It's such a weird thing to wait on the death of somebody for this to officially be sold, right. but that's how it has to be. What do you think the new group's going to do? Well, I mean, one of the things that's out there that we think we've got to make sure is, is understood is this sale, it, this has been agreed to, and when the Oriole, I mean, when the Major League Baseball uh, owners decide to vote on it, and they do have a, a thing coming up this week, but I think that's just going to be I think they'll be briefed. I'm not sure they'll try to take a vote for it. Uh, that's very quick. However, um, because then they are going to be able to look at the books and the financials and such. But anyway, um, the one thing that's important to note here is that when the sale is a, like is approved by Major League Baseball, Rubenstein is the the control person, and that group has 40 percent. They actually will be the the major, you know, the majority or the primary owners, we should say, because that will drop the Angelos uh, stake to 30 to some percent. So they'll be second in this. And John is going to be, you know, a senior advisor, whatever that means. But, you know, it will be, the sale will go through and Rubenstein will be in charge. So I think that's kind of important to put out. It's not really waiting for the death of uh, Peter Angelos for it to go through or for them to be in charge. They are now uh, you know, like I said, as soon as, as soon as that gets gets approved by Major League Baseball, um, so the rest of it will go, or at least a large chunk of it will go after Mr. Angelus passes. But that's not tied fully to this. I think some people think it is tied. But I think what happens is that I think you're too late in the, the free agent game and all that this year. But I do think it opens up, you know, opportunities that the Orioles hadn't had and Mike Elias hadn't had under his tenure. Now, one thing I do want to point out to be as fair as possible is John Angelos and, and Lou Angelos deserve credit for hiring Mike Elias. And they especially deserve credit for getting out of the way and let Elias and his people will hire his people and then let him go ahead and, you know, pick the people that, that he wants and then go with that vision and support financially that vision. And also also the baseball Academy in the Dominican Republic. Right. There's, and that was part of the vision. Yeah. Part of the vision was, was to prepare this, you know, to repair or really rebuild the international pipeline. And, you know, John Angelos got out of the way, let them do that and, you know, and, and let them build this new facility. So there are things that were done during this regime that have led to this, to where the Orioles are now a 101 team, so 101 win team. So I think that's got to be 
you know, remembered as all of this goes through. That you, you can say what you want about the Angelos, but there were some good good moments there, and specifically, they did some things to help you know push this where it is now. You're the man. You're the man, Dad Collin. Tell folks how to follow you uh, on social media. Yeah, I am at uh, Dan Connolly 2016. I'm never changing that number. And uh, also, sportsnot.com, check us out. It's my fresh stuff, and there's also lots of stuff about a lot of different sports on sportsnot.com. Thanks a lot, Dan. Thanks, Dan. All right, guys, take care. Good morning. You Thanks, too. Dan. 410-583-1057, that's the number. One of my favorite people uh, in the media covering the Orioles. He's good. He really is good. He, he is, yeah. and, and not afraid either. <laughs> not no. afraid either. Travis Kelsey is at it again. Look, Travis, I get it, but he's a kicker, man. We'll talk about that at 915, but on the other side, yeah, we're giving us shovels. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going to give it out to an Israeli kid who had diplomatic immunity when he uh, ran over a Miami police officer intentionally. If you have a shovel, give us a call. Give us a text, 410-583-1057. Hit us up on Twitter, at BBMS1057. fan. shovel's next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.